0: Today, I'm going to bring you behind the scenes in my business and walk you through exactly what my month of April was financially. So I'm gonna tell you what I made, what expenses I paid, who I paid them to, and then what I ended up bringing home for myself. And the reason I'm gonna go through all of this is because one, my business mentor, Julie, did this a while back and one of my first highest months I went back and thanked her because I was so appreciative that I knew what to expect when it came to how much taxes I was gonna to have to shell out, how much um, I was gonna to have to spend on my team to get to that point that kind of thing. Also because I really want to give a transparent picture of what it looks like to run an online business. This is not something that's easy it's not something that's necessarily cheaper just because it's online and we're not paying you know a rent space. I really want to give you a good picture of what it's like so that you can determine if this is the right fit for you so that you can know what to expect as you're continuing down your journey and just so that you can have kind of situational awareness as you're as you're planning what you want your business and your vision to look like so let's dig in welcome to your intentional life I'm Brittany Bailey, and I am on a mission to build a seven-figure business without sacrificing the intentional life that I worked so hard to create. So far, I've been blessed to grow my business from the ground up, write for some amazing people, and work with some of the top marketing minds out there. But I am not done yet. Follow along as I take you behind the scenes in my business to talk about marketing, mindset, manifestation, and how intentional living plays into everything that I do. If you're anything like me, don't just let life happen to you. You're always curious, always learning, and always grabbing the reins. Service providers, coaches, course creators, and all kinds of intuitive entrepreneurs have a home here. So let's build your intentional life. Okay, so April was actually my highest grossing month ever, and that's a really, really exciting thing on a normal day, but because we are in the midst of this pandemic and there are a lot of people who are either experiencing complete job loss or cut hours or different hours or all of the different things that people are experiencing right now. It was really, really, um, I just felt so incredibly blessed. And I also felt so, I just wanted to even double down more and make sure that I am relaying how important it is to niche down into a into a solid niche. Email copy again and again and again has provided for me and it also has become just so obvious that it is where people turn when they need to reach their customers. Facebook algorithms go away, Instagram algorithms change, Google SEO is fickle. Everybody knows these things when really push comes to shove and we can actually confidently say that now. We have seen push come to shove. We've just we've seen businesses have to completely reinvent the way that they are reaching their customers and the way that they're communicating their message. They are using email. I can tell you that for a fact because I run an email copy agency that had its highest performing month last month at the peak of a pandemic. This is not theory. It's not me saying, hey, I read about this in a book. I am living this day in and day out. I have been writing copy for three years. I have been running email copy for two years. I've worked with email copy. I I know email copy. This is a vehicle that is worthwhile. You can put your eggs in this basket. Not all of them. You know that I diversify. I have my course. We are, we have other investments. You know, this isn't where I'm staying my entire life. Email copy is a solid foundation to build on. We've seen it time and time again. If you look back at the Google slap, that everybody returned back to their email back to their email list. People who didn't have email lists when their ads got shut down because Google tripled the amount or even quadrupled the amount that they were paying per click, they returned back to their email lists. This is how customers and businesses connect with each other, plain and simple. I'm on this soapbox because I'm about to give you some some numbers and I want you to understand that these numbers are possible because of the niche that I picked I am feeling very blessed, but I'm also feeling really appreciative that someone gave me this advice. And so I'm going to give you that advice on top of everything that I'm about to share with you. Okay. In April, my agency did just close to $14,000 for the month of April. I'm going to break it all down for you. I had clients that needed email copy from everything from a launch to a, um, just, you know, soap opera sequence type thing. I had two, four, six, eight, nine clients. I'm just counting on my spreadsheets. I had nine clients in the month of April and they needed anything like I was saying from soap opera sequence to a whole launch campaign to a downsell sequence, all of that. So I had about nine clients in the month of April that needed my services. I also had two course sales in the month of April. I haven't been pushing email copy school a whole lot because it is something that I'm ramping up um, for a launch in probably June. It is open, but I haven't been super, super intentional about driving a lot of traffic to it. So I did have two sales of the course in the month of April as well. Now I'm going to break it down for you so that you can see what it actually looks like to run an online business as far as the expenses side of things. So, For that $14,000, I spent a total of just over $6,100 in expenses, and that includes my team, my staff, okay? Yesterday, or not yesterday, last week, I went through and did a podcast episode on my team and what my team includes, and I talked about having my marketing assistant who runs my podcast, she runs my Pinterest account, she does a lot of kind of marketing type things for me. I have a couple of writers who are helping me with these those nine clients that I brought in. They were helping me write those emails for them. I'm acting essentially as a copy chief at this point. I still am writing some of the emails, some of the ones that come through on short notice, or I really know that voice. But as a general rule, I'm trying to kind of transition into a copy chief type role. So I am auditing all the copy that's coming out of my agency. I'm having eyes on it. I'm going through and and tweaking things and changing things. But I ultimately am building up a, a team of really solid writers who I'm getting from email copy school to fill in my agency. I also have a podcast editor. I also have a bookkeeping um, service. So I have an accountant and she employs a bookkeeper under her. And so they reconcile my books at the end of each month. They also do my quarterly taxes and they also do my yearly taxes. And they're kind of like a concierge. Like I can email them and be like, hey, I need help with this. What do I do about that? Um, and they can they can go ahead and, and give me that information. So that is that Um, I also pay for coaching. I pay for a lot of coaching. So I have, I'm in the digital insiders and I don't want to break down what I'm paying for each team member or for digital insiders because obviously pricing changes and I don't want to reveal anybody's prices so I'm just going to kind of keep this part loose but then I will go through and tell you what I'm paying exactly for each service Um, so I'm paying for digital insiders which includes obviously Julie Soyan who's a business strategist but also um, Helen Henley who is a mindset coach and she is Instrumental in the way that I do my business and the way that I think about um, my, my business moving forward. I also have access to Jessie Valle who is a tech guru. I don't even know how else to describe her. If you're in email copy school and you go down to the bonus email copy CEO, she did not one but two automation videos that you have access to for free um, inside of ConvertKit and ActiveCampaign. And she'll go through and tell you like how to do automations, how to make sure the forms are talking to each other. All the things. Anytime I come up against any error message, pretty much in any platform that I'm working in, I send Jessie a box and she gets back to me and she just, like, knows what to do. And it's amazing. I have access to her and then obviously the whole community. I could not do my business without a coach. It is, it's critical to me. It is more critical or just as, I'm not going to say more. It's just as critical as taking care of my body. Like if I'm going to ride my bike every day, which I have been doing in this quarantine, if I'm going to take vitamins every day, I'm going to talk to my coach every day or at least every week, right? That is, it's critical for me. My, my business is run by me and I, my brain, like my mindset has to be in point for that. There's no, it's, it's like not optional for me. So that is what I'm paying for in that as well. I also paid, and this was a sucker punch, I paid $466 in Stripe fees, in in bank account fees. Um, So that kind of sucked. But, um, and that's not included within the 6,100. So I'm going to break out some of that 6,100 for you so that you can see. I am paying $350 a month for a co working space. And obviously I haven't been using that recently, um, but I'm going to go back to it. And that also includes eight hours a month in a podcast studio. So it really was worth it for me, even though it's an hour drive, it was worth it for me to, to do that because I am able to not only have the space to remove myself from my from my house and, um, you know, the dishes and the laundry and like all the things that need to happen in my house um, and kind of give myself some space to work. But also I was able, I'm able to use that podcast studio um, and I also am able to use it for if I want to do like uh, audit calls or intensive calls that are a little bit longer and not worry about the Wi-Fi at my house or my cats having a panic attack in the back and fighting each other. Or, you know, Tim coming downstairs. Like, it it really has given me that space that I needed. So I do pay for that. I pay $12 a month for Google. um, And that's to have my domain, say, like, at Brittany Bailey instead of at gmail.com. I pay for Gusto, which is a service that... You uh, basically it's like an HR service, so it, it pays my paycheck for me and, and does like my W two because I'm an employee of my own business. Um, so does my W two. I pay um, I pay for Simplecast, which distributes my podcast to everywhere. Um, I pay for QuickBooks, which is what my accountant uses to manage my books and reconcile everything. I pay for ClickFunnels, obviously. I also pay for, this is recent, I started paying for Tailwind, which is a, a Pinterest service, and I honestly don't 100% understand what it does, but my marketing assistant does, and she's amazing, and um, side note, so I Googled myself yesterday, because I wanted to see like what my SEO was, and my Pinterest board popped up, and it made me so happy, she's been doing awesome work on that, so... Um, that is something that i'm paying for i also am obviously paying for convert kit which is my email service provider as well as 17 hats and 17 hats is one of the more expensive ones it was 45 dollars a month but i am actually switched to the um annual plan now and it's it brought it down to like 25 dollars a month so that was i did an instant story about this um when i'm recording it it was yesterday And it was basically about I save my business like $1,000 a month by going through and canceling or downgrading some of the services that we weren't using. And then also switching to annual plans because a lot of the businesses like ConvertKit, I got two free months for the year by switching to annual. So um, 17 Hats is how I onboard all of my new customers, my new clients for the agency. I onboard them through 17 Hats. So I book, um, I have the form on my ClickFunnels page. They fill that out. I get all their info. It basically goes through this whole process, but it all lives within 17 hats. My contract, my invoice, my um, proposal, it all lives within 17 hats. And I could not do my business without that. So all of that to say, it really costs money to run an online business. Just because we are not running a business that has a cost of goods or a um, a you know real estate fee associated to it, doesn't mean that we're not going to spend money. And I was telling Tim yesterday that there was a point, so it was probably in 2016. Yeah, it was. It was my Christmas bonus for 2016. I took my Christmas bonus. It was like a hundred dollars. I was working at this little startup and I bought my domain at the time, my maiden name, Brittany Roselin. I bought my blog Brittany And I started blogging and to spend that, it was like $77 on WordPress to have the WordPress and get like an SSL certificate, which for some reason I thought I needed on a blog. Um, and to do all that thing for like a year, it was like $77 and it felt crazy. It felt crazy to me. I was like, there's no reason I shouldn't be spending this much money. I could blog on a, you know, the WordPress dot whatever platform, which would make it free. Or I could just be blogging on my, um, on my Facebook. I could do, you know, I had all these other things that I could do, but something told me to just keep going. And so it felt crazy. And I'm telling you that I just had my biggest month last month. And all I could focus on was that I had a $6,000, $6,100 expense. And it was so, it, it bent my mind, you guys, like for a second, I was like, that's, That's so much. I just couldn't get past it. It didn't even matter that I had just hit my highest month and that I had made $14,000 that month. It didn't even matter for a second. I was like $6,100. I spent $6,100 running my business. And the reason I'm being super transparent and telling you these exact numbers is because I want, A, I want to document this because at some point in my life, I'm sure I'm going to look back and wish that I only spent $6,100 to run my business. But B, because i remember when i hit my like one of my highest months it probably was like 5000 or 6000 a month i sent julie sending a message and i was like thank you so much for doing this she had done a podcast basically like this or she had done some kind of post like this and i knew to expect to have to spend some money and i knew to expect that my taxes so this month, I set aside around twenty three hundred dollars for taxes. After, so basically, I took my gross and minus my expenses, and then I I set aside like thirty percent because I'm in Florida, so I do not have state tax, which is part of the reason we're still here. Um, I don't have state tax, and obviously. Um, you know, it's going to fluctuate, but I, I set aside a certain percentage of money each month into a separate account. And that's like my tax account basically. And I don't touch it. So um, I set aside around $2,300 for taxes that left me with $5,600. And then I usually take about 25% of that and I put it back into the business. Um, if not more, really the last, since January, I've been putting almost all of it back into the business because I've been setting up systems. I hired some people to come in and do some like overhaul stuff for the business. But um, as a general, as a bare minimum, I put about 25% back into the business or the operations budget basically to, um, if I want to go to a, you know, conference or book something or buy a course or something like that, I try to put at least 25% percent back into the business and then that would leave me with $4200 to bring home. So when I say $14,000 like $14, had a $14,000 month. It's really easy to multiply that by 12 and think that that's what I'm doing for the year. And I know when I first started into this world, I had I saw, you know, bloggers who are making $10,000 a month and people who are having $2500 a month and I just couldn't even fathom having that much money and I just thought about all the things that I would do with it and it's, I really, really want to stress that that's not what people are bringing home. You're not seeing the full picture. It is still worth it. It is still worth it. Bringing home $4,200 a month and I, I ran that agency. I did it. I am running my own business. I could be bringing home $200 a month and I would want to do this. But I still want to stress that this is what it takes to run a successful online business. It is not, you're not using free softwares. You're not. Um, you're not just like begging and borrowing and trading with friends to get some stuff done. Like it is a business. You are running a business that is going to have expenses. It might not be an office building. It might not be a printer. It might not be the things that you typically think of when you think about opening a business, like cost of goods. You might not be selling physical products, but you are running a business and that's going to cost you money, period. It's going to cost you time. It's going to cost you People like you're gonna you're gonna need to have people around you. You're gonna need to have a team, right? To some extent, if you want to be a solopreneur, that's great, go for it. But you're still gonna need some level of support. You're still gonna need somebody who you can call when you have a tech issue, or you know you can't do it all. Just because we're working from home and just because we are building these online businesses doesn't mean that we all of a sudden have to be a master in the eighteen thousand different things that we need to be good at in business. I've never seen one person do it all themselves, right? So I really, really want to stress that and I really want to bring the point home that this is, um, it's a a long-term game that we're all playing and it's really important to know what you're getting yourself into and it's important to know what to expect and have those realistic expectations there so that you really can have a crystal clear vision of where you're going and have it based in fact. This is exactly what happened in my business. Exactly what happened in my business in April in the height of a pandemic. Okay, that's what I have for you. Hopefully this is helpful for you as you continue to think about the business and life that you are building. If you have any questions, I would love to chat. You can always find me on Instagram at Brittany Bailey and we will talk soon. Love you guys. How would you like to learn the skill I used to go from burned out service provider to in control business owner? In email copy school, I'll teach you how to master both the science and the art of this in demand skill so you can serve your clients better get more consistent work, and charge premium prices. Join us now at emailcopyschool.com. And remember, early bird bonuses are only around for a short time. So be sure to head over to emailcopyschool.com to secure your spot now.